Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for January 25th, 2024. So listen, I'm excited about this message this morning. I had to kind of dwindle it down a little bit. It's not going to be as long as I normally uh, do it, but uh, I'm super excited because this morning in, in a couple hours, um, I am going with the, the National Advisory Board of the Salvation Army. So I was appointed to the National Advisory Board of the Salvation Army. And today, uh, this is my first you know, official time doing some stuff with the board. We're going to go to Capitol Hill and talk to some uh, members of Congress about the Salvation Army, about what the Salvation Army is doing uh, for the homeless, for the the least of these in this country. And I'm excited about it. So it's a blessing for me. I pray that uh, whatever the Lord allows me to do by way of the Salvation Army, this is ministry. The more I learn about the Salvation Army, the more uh, I'm excited about it. So as it relates to this morning's message, you know, I'm teaching a series on, on being focused, on being laser focused on the fixed purpose that God has for us for 2024. The title of today's message is Balancing Faith and Focus in Uncertain Times. I want you to put that in the chat. Say, I balance faith and focus. Even in the middle of a storm, even in in, in situations and circumstances that may seem uncertain, I'm certain of this. I'm going to remain locked in. I will not lose my focus. I will not lose my faith. Say amen to that. So open up your heart and get ready to receive. So we're going to balance our faith and our focus. We're going to get into this word. And uh, I want you to open up your heart. Let's lock in. Y'all ready? All right. So here we go. Let me. Boom. All right. So let's get into the message for this morning. So we've been looking at Proverbs chapter four and verse 25. Of course, we're going to go back to that again this morning. The Bible says, set your gaze on the path that is before you with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead. Say, I look straight ahead. Look, I'm looking straight ahead with fixed purpose. I'm excited about my future. I'm excited about what God has laid out before me. There's a purpose, there's a plan for 2024, and I'm going to be locked in on it. And I'm going to ignore life's distractions. I will not be distracted. I will not be dissuaded. I will not be derailed from my destiny. Say amen to that. We've also been looking at uh, Peter walking on water. So let's look at that again this morning. This is Matthew chapter 14, beginning at verse 22. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into a boat and go to the other side of the lake. And he then sent the crowd away and he went up into the mountainside to to pray. This was the day that his cousin was killed. And after he dismissed them, he went up into the mountainside. He prayed. He prayed for hours. And then the boat was a considerable distance away from him. And so he needed to catch up with his team. He didn't have a boat because he sent them in the boat. Um, So it wasn't like, you know, he was trying to do anything necessarily supernatural or anything like that. He just needed the boat. I mean, well, he didn't have a boat, so he needed to catch up to his team. So he said, okay, fine, I'm Jesus. And uh, he was naturally supernatural, so he walked on water. So Jesus walked on water to catch up to his team. And as he did, I already shared with you that it was the fourth watch of the night. 
And so the fourth watch of the night is between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. They were tired. They were frustrated. They had been dealing with wind and waves. They had been dealing with the storm. Jesus was not with them. They were doing what Jesus told them to do. Lord, why is the storm out here? Jesus sent us out here on this boat. And in the middle of all of that, in the middle of, of all that chaos, and they were exhausted and they were tired, here comes Jesus walking on water between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. And they thought they saw Casper. They thought he was a ghost. And so they, they, they was like, oh, man, they were afraid. The Bible says that they were terrified. They were full of fear. And Jesus cried out and said, no, no, be not afraid. Be of good cheer. It is I. And then Peter said, well, watch this. If that's you, if it really is you, God, come on now. If it really is you, if you really are moving in this particular area of business, if if it's really you, if you really are moving in this particular area as it relates to my career, if you really, if that's you, God, then I want in on it. Then bid me to come. If you, if I can see you moving in, in any particular area, and I'm like, Lord, I see that. I believe that's you, God. If that's you, would you would you invite me to come? I want to experience what you're doing. I want to be part of what you're doing. Come on, man. Do you want to be part of what God is doing? And so he. He said, if that's you, then bid me to come. Jesus said, come. Jesus said, said one word, come. And, and with that, Peter didn't overthink it because if you overthink it, you won't do it. And listen, just put that in the chat. I will not overthink it. If you, if, if Jesus said, come and Peter said, oh, well, wait a minute now this, you know, no, stop. Don't overthink it. You got to be irrational. You just got to jump out. You just got to do what God tells you to do whenever God tells you to do it. My, my spiritual father was just talking about being irrational, just go launching out. And so he said, no, I'm not going to overthink it. I'm not because if I overthink it, I won't do it. He got out of the boat. He started walking on water. Oh my God. He was doing the supernatural. He was walking on that word. Jesus said, come. He was walking on the word, come. He was walking on the water. He was doing the supernatural, but he only took a few steps. And then, and then he shifted his focus. He looked at the wind. He looked the way at the waves. Oh my God. And when he shifted his focus to the wind and the waves, he started to sink. And then he cried out, Lord, save me. And Jesus pulled him up out of the water. And Jesus said this, Peter, ye of little faith, <laughs> Why did you doubt? It wasn't like Peter commended him for walking on water. He's like, no, but, but you, you, what you did was cool and everything, but it was a short burst of faith. You only did it for a short amount of time and you lost your focus. So what does this mean for you today? I need to give you these two points this morning. I actually have four points. I'm going to give you two and then tomorrow we'll continue to flow in this vein. I'm going to give you two. You ready? Two points. Open up your heart to receive. Number one, balancing human limits with divine possibilities. Uh, put that in the chat. Say, I balance human limits with divine possibilities. Yeah, I understand. Look, I, I'm not saying that I don't have limits as, as a human. I'm acknowledging the fact that I'm limited as a human. I'm acknowledging the fact that as a human, there's a lot of things I can't do. But with God, I can do all things. So Peter walking on water wasn't about like a parlor trick or he wasn't just trying to defy physics for the fact or, or for the sake of defying physics. No, he was just trying to get in on what Jesus was doing. Sometimes we just got to ask God to participate in what he's doing. Lord, you know, let's say that, that, you know, you have a business or you have a career and you're like, okay, God at work, they just changed some stuff around and they're standing up a brand new division and they're doing this in this particular area. And you sense in your heart that you're supposed to be in on that. And you're like, okay, Lord, I believe you're part of this reorg. If, if if that's you, Lord, then then bid me to come. You know what I'm saying? Like, tell me what where do I where should I fit in that? And then God will tell you, and the God will show you. And then when He does, in most cases, you're not going to be qualified for that position. And so now you got to you got to don't overthink it. If God says go, go. 
If God says, come, come. If God says, apply, apply. If God says, submit, submit. You know what I'm saying? You can't overthink it because if you overthink it, you're not going to do it. And so you, you got you to be open. You understand that there are human limits, but you also understand that there are divine possibilities, right? And so you got you to gotta step into a realm where human limits don't apply. Put in the chat, I step into a realm where human limits don't apply. So Peter had been with Jesus for years. And he was there when Jesus caused the blind to see, the, the dumb to speak, the lame to walk, the dead to rise. And now Jesus is walking on water. And Peter had a desire to do what Jesus was doing. And so he asked for it. Listen, put in the chat, say, I'm going to ask for it. I don't know. In 2024, not only do I need you to be locked in, not only does God want us to be fixed and focused, God wants us to ask for it. God wants us to ask for things that only he could do. God, God wants us to open up our mouths and petition, make a petition before the Lord. Ask him for what you believe in God for. Don't just be silent about it. Oh, look, he knows my heart. No, no, open up your mouth. James said, you have not because you ask not. Peter said, can I come? Look, he, there's 12 people in the boat. There was only one that said, can I come? Can I get out of the boat? So so we got we to gotta ask for it. And I'm not saying, once again, that our human limitations are not real. In his humanity, Peter could not walk on water. But where our human power runs out, God's power can kick in, save men to that. So Jesus, to be clear, was naturally supernatural. And when we're born again, I want you to know that you are also naturally supernatural. You just, if we were be honest about it, we just don't know how to live that way. But once we're born again and God's spirit is in us, we are actually naturally supernatural. So when we are bound to the limits of this world, it's not that we're being natural, we're being carnal. And to be carnally minded is death. And so, so no, what we're doing is we're living as a mere human, even though we have God's spirit. So we are actually naturally supernatural. We just don't know how to live that way. So when you are, when you understand, when you acknowledge that you're naturally supernatural, you're open to, to God leading you to do things that you know that you couldn't normally do and that you could not do without him, but you could do it with him. With him, I can do all things. So without God, there's like a gazillion things I can't do, but with God, I can do all things. So God calls us to do things that exceed our human power, human ability, human strength. But when we're born again, we can do it because it's God doing it through us. I told you many times that no word from God ever comes without the power to perform it. So if you get a word from God, when Jesus said, come, it came with the power to perform it. So if you ever get a word from God, it comes with the power to perform it. God is enabling you to do what seems impossible, what would be impossible without him. So what is faith then? Faith is not about denying our limitations. No, I, I listen, I tell people all the time, I'm not the smartest, I'm not the tallest, I'm not the, the strongest. You know, I didn't, I wasn't raised like on the right side of the tracks. I, I didn't, I didn't come to this world with all the right connections. I, I didn't come with a huge earthly inheritance, none of that stuff, right? And so, but what I do have, I have God though. <laughs> and God has a plan for me, and I I'm just walking with God. And we're trying to walk it out, right? And so I acknowledge that. I acknowledge that as a human, I have all kinds of limitations. As a human, you know, I, I'm not denying limitations. That's crazy. No, I acknowledge those limitations. And then I acknowledge this, but God. And if I, if I include God in the equation, put but God in the chat, but God. And so once I put God in the equation, then watch this. God's strength is made perfect in my weakness. When I'm weak, he's strong. God is able to do through me what I could never do without him. So God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. When Jesus said, come, that was it. That's all he needed. When Jesus said, come, he had the ability to walk on water because Jesus said so. And so whatever God is leading you to do in 2024, once God says go, then you go because He his 
word go is giving you the ability to do it. It's God's super on your natural. There's a thin line between the possible and the impossible, and you can cross over that line once you know it's the will of God. You can cross over that line once God speaks to you. Now, once God speaks to you, then the unrealistic becomes possible, right? The unrealistic, the irrational becomes achievable. So when you walk with God and you believe everything the Holy Spirit is telling you to do, what you got to, let me, let me just say this way, because my, my pastor, Pastor Tony was talking about this the other day. When you walk with God, let's look at me for a minute. When you walk with God and you're hearing the Holy Spirit and you're doing what the Holy Spirit tells you to do, let me be clear about something. <laughs> Those people around you, this happened to me a long time ago with my family, but my family is, they, they're used to it now. But like 20 something years ago, my family thought I was crazy. But now they're like, oh, no, he hears from God. So now they believe, right? But, you know, I have 28 years of evidence, though. But um, but initially they thought I was crazy. When you start walking with God and you start doing what God tells you to do, the people around you, if they're not listening to the Holy Spirit, they're going to think you are unreasonable, that you are irrational. irrational. They're going to think that that you are illogical, that, that what you're doing is nonsensical. Um, but that's fine. Matter of fact, the, in First Corinthians chapter two, it says that the things of the spirit are foolishness to the people that don't have the Holy Spirit. It seems like foolishness what you're doing. Like, like, girl, why are you doing that? You know, you don't know nothing about that. <laughs> and you over here, why, why are you starting a business doing this? You don't know nothing about that. Well, God told me to do. Well, psh, I, I hear what you're saying. But listen, you may seem irrational and illogical and unreasonable and all of that. But you still have to do it because you're not living your life from a human point of view. You're not limited by the potential of your humanity. You are not doing this thing alone. God is your partner. And once once God is on me and in me and with me and for me, then I step into the realm of divine possibilities. Put in the chat, I'm stepping into God's realm. And when I step into God's realm, all, all bets are off. There's nothing I can't do because there's nothing God can't do and God lives in me. So our human logic may say, oh no, that can't be done. But with God, all things are possible. So choose faith. Put in the chat, I choose faith over logic. I choose faith over reason. I choose faith over sense. God doesn't have to make sense. God will tell you to do stuff that don't make sense, and you have to have the faith for it. Say amen to that. All right, number two, I only have two points for you this morning. The consequences of shifting our focus. Put in the chat, there are consequences for me shifting my focus. If I shift my focus, there's going to be consequences. So Peter, I love this illustration because we can see it, right? You can imagine Peter getting out of the boat. You can imagine Peter walking on water. And then you can imagine Peter sinking. So that's a clear illustration of what happens when you lose your focus. He was walking on something that started to consume him once he lost his focus. What was consuming him once he lost his focus, he was actually superseding when he didn't lose his focus. So when, you, when you're walking with God, you will actually be able to walk over, to overcome things that without God will consume you. That, that there are things in this world that will eat you up and spit you out. But when you're walking with God, you will, you will triumph over those things. You will triumph over the trials and the storms of this world because you have a word from God and you are locked in. Now, if you lose your focus, though, if you lose your focus, you can start to sink where you used to be able to walk on that thing, right? So you don't want to lose your focus. Losing your focus is, is like, think of like a, a piece of wood that's just drifting out there in the sea. When you lose your focus, 
you're like that piece of wood and you're just being moved by the wind and the waves. There are people that are loosely stumbling their way through life. There are people that are existing, but they're not really living. They don't know where they're going. They're just, every day it's like, okay, what are we going to do now? They're watching the news. Oh my God, did you see what happened? They're watching the news. What's going to happen with this election? This is an election year. They're watching the news. Did you see the market? The market is up. The market is down. Did you see the news? Oh, there's another storm. Did you see? And they're just like living like every day and they go to the water cooler and they talk to them. Oh my God, you see how things are going? Well, I think this is going, my 401k looks like a 201k. Oh, you're, and, and, you know, and they're just like, they're, they're being drift, like, like, like a piece of driftwood. And the wind and the waves of this world are just pushing them. And wherever the, the wind is going, wherever the waves are going, that's where they go. But I don't, I'm not like that. Put in the chat, say, that's not me. No, 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 no. I know where I'm going. I'm locked in. I, I, God is on me and in me and with me and for me. And God has a fixed purpose for 2024. And God is speaking to me and God gives me divine revelation. And so I have insight, revelation, knowledge, and understanding. God floods my eyes with light so that I can know what he called me to do and the exceeding great riches that he has for me in heavenly places in Christ Jesus because I'm a believer and not a doubter. I walk by faith and not by fear. And I get up every morning knowing that my calling is calling me. Come on now. And so, no, I, I, I am who God says. As I am, I can do what God says I can do. And so I know where I'm going. I'm fixed and focused. I'm not moved by the things of this world. If I do watch the news, I'm not going to let that thing infiltrate me. I, I, be, I acknowledge it. Oh yeah, that's what that looks like. Okay. But I, I'm not, I'm not living off of a human point of view. I have the Holy Spirit. And so I'm living by the Holy Spirit. I'm not going to shift my focus because if you shift your focus, you're going to lose your spiritual progress. Like Peter, you can go to from walking on water to sinking in a moment because you doubt it. This is why in 2024, I'm going to teach you about avoiding distractions. I'm going to fix my gaze. I'm going to avoid life's distractions. I'm going to be locked in. I will not lose my focus. Put that in the chat. I refuse to lose my focus. When you focus on the size of the problem instead of the size of your God, you're going to lose your focus. You're going to fall into fear and doubt and unbelief. But when you focus on your God and not your problem, say this, put in the chat, my God is bigger than my problem. Come on now. And so I'm not going to lose my focus. A shift of focus can be subtle. But the impact can be significant. You don't, it can just happen just like that. The devil is crafty. So what you don't want to do is lose your focus. Our spiritual health depends on it. You want to be locked in to where you are healthy and strong on the inside and the out, where you're meditating and medicating on what God is saying to you, where you, your life is going to produce whatever you focus on. And so I want you to know that. Let me say that again. Your life is going to put this in the chat. My life produces whatever I focus on. So I'm going to focus on the things of God. I'm going to focus on the promises of God. I'm going to focus on what God is speaking to me for this season. And so I'm, if I fixate on the challenges, that's going to cause weakness. If I fixate on the promises, that's going to cause strength. And so I would rather meditate on what God is speaking. I would, no matter what happens, even when something negative happens, uh, uh, and something that happens that I didn't want to happen, I'm going to look at it from God's point of view. I, something happened yesterday and I told Isabella, you know what? I'm cool with it. I mean, we'll overcome it. That's just another challenge. That's just going to be another testimony, right? And so you look at it from that perspective, not, oh, woe is me. What are we going to do now? No, God already knew this was going to happen and God has already given us a grace. So if we have to overcome this, we'll just overcome it because I'm an overcomer. And so how, how do you want to be an overcomer if you don't ever have anything to come over? And so if if you you have the spirit of an over, overcomer, you're not moved. You're not moved when things come. You, your focus is locked in. You are keeping your, your focus fixed and locked in on God. You are walking with God and God is walking with you. And so this lesson from Peter, let this be a great illustration and an example for us as we're still getting ready for 2024. This is still January as we're still laying the foundation for the year. Say this, I will not lose my focus. I, I'm, I'm balancing faith and focus 
in uncertain times, even when this stuff in this world is going haywire, I'm locked in because I know who I am and I know where I'm going. Say amen to that. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Say this. Say, Father, I live with a laser focus on your fixed purpose for me this year. I commit to living beyond my human limits by tapping into your divine possibilities. I acknowledge my human limitations, but I refuse to be bound by them. I walk with you, Father, so the impossible is possible for me. I embrace the call to be naturally supernatural. I stand on your word, and your word comes with the power to perform it. I reject the logic of this world. I choose instead to walk and live by faith. I believe that one word from you can change any hopeless situation around. So I understand the importance of maintaining my focus on you, and I will not allow distractions to derail me. I'm ready to walk on water, to do the unthinkable, to step into a realm of divine possibilities. For you, Father, all things are possible. Therefore, for me, Father, <laughs> all things are possible. Living this way, I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, this is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, you don't, you're not getting my notes, go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing day greater is coming for us. I love you and I'll see you tomorrow morning. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you and then share it. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program, and Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity, and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. And then lastly, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to write several books and journals to help people grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please go to rickpina.co if you don't have our material, and there's also apparel there as well. Listen, thank you for being a blessing to us. We pray that our ministry will continue to be a blessing to you.